so it's gonna be really shitty for the audio listeners but it's gonna be it's like just look this shit up fucking funny he's in the middle of some like fucking shitty like huggy feely song too and he's like doesn't have a good footing and ooh Rob Stone fucking people elbows him oh he was out and then all the security people are like oh shit I guess we should run in but apparently apparently dude uh they just took him backstage and he hung out for a second and then he like waited for all the shit to like fly over. I think like it might have been like a, th- I, I don't know. This a is setup? Like, I don't think, it, I, well that's what XX, whatever the fuck his name is, was saying I on Twitter. I think it's Extentacion. He said it was a setup Ooh. because he was saying like the bouncers didn't do anything and he was saying like they let him hang out backstage behind the curtains and like they didn't really rough him up. But like, Dude, that's fucking nuts, right? So, so was the reason that he got punched because of the whole beating up his girlfriend thing? I don't think so, but I think I don't know. I'm sure Rob Stone probably just thought he was a pussy. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> well, this I mean, guy's that's a fucking a, pussy, and that's he's a good blown up for like being up. a fake hard dude. But all he does is beat up women. Like that's not yeah, hard, dude. Yeah, my brother, my brother said because uh, he said that he. Buy, is buying a repost from him because on SoundCloud, I think he blew up on SoundCloud and oh, he started out. Yeah, he has out, like close to a million yeah, followers. He started on out just like he always would, like, you know, you could buy a repost from him and he still does it. Even yeah, though he's yeah. like huge now. And I think right now, my brother was saying he bought a repost for like 200 bucks, mm-hmm. but like you can get like 40K plays for a repost. Damn. So I think it's dope that he still does that. Oh, yeah. But well, that's dope. not dope that you beat up your pregnant <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I think they kind of even each other out a little bit. Still yeah, doing yeah. reposts, beating up women. Yeah. And yeah, back to so zero. It's, just like, it's a weird thing, but also it's apparently like his whole crew through this whole tour has just been getting <laughs> fucked up in concerts, dude. Like they've all just getting fucked, like whooped at shows. <laughs> like one dude jumped Two in the crew. crowd. One dude jumped in the crowd to crowd surf, and the crowd just jumped him when he jumped in the crowd. Another dude got like punched out, and then yeah, he got fucking decked. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that's funny as shit, dude. <laughs> dude, I've been having, I've been having, uh, I had this dream. This I've been waking up. My girlfriend always puts, uh, she puts, you know how like on the alarm clock you can put it either to wake up to like a beep, 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 yeah. or like just have it come on the radio. Yeah. And just like it starts playing the radio. So my girlfriend likes the radio. I like the beep because the beep is so fucking annoying. It's the only way it gets my ass out of bed. The yeah, radio, yeah. what happens is the radio, the song will come on and I'll stay asleep, but then the song will start affecting my dream. Yeah. And so yeah, like yeah. it's been happening. Like yesterday I woke up and yes, or, or two days ago it was two for Tuesday on 100.7. We always leave it on 100.7, the classic rock station. The Bay. The Bay. The Bay. So that's what comes on in the morning. So the other day it was two for Tuesday. So they play two by one artist, like two and like a pair of songs by an artist all day. And at 10 a.m., the time we woke up, they did Billy Joel. And the first one that came on was Piano Man. And so, like, my dream was just, like, the song narrated in my dream. And then fucking uh, Only the Good Die Young came on. And I was like, yo, this is too good. I was too happy. (laughs) I was too happy. I I woke up halfway through Only the Good Die Young. And I was like, this is a great dream. This is a great (laughs) song, too. And then you woke up and you're like, oh, this is a dope song. (laughs) Also, it's 1045. How the fuck did that happen? But uh, today, um, Bob Seger was on but it wasn't two for tuesday so just doing one song so in my dream uh we were all chilling in the alley it was like me and like a bunch of my friends and uh this song by bob seager comes on this turn the page 
You know that song? The one about like driving down the road on the highway, like whatever. So, yeah. And so in my dream, Bob Seeger's at this party at my house and he gets up and, and like we're all doing karaoke and Hell he gets yeah. up and Bob Seeger gets up on like in the middle of the alley, which I guess was the stage yeah. and sings this song and everybody in the crowd is like, oh my God, this is actually Bob Seeger. And we're like watching it and I'm like, dude, I can't believe I'm watching it. And we're all sitting there. We're all so moved because it's such a good performance, even though it's like it is studio quality. I'm listening to it yeah, on the radio. Yeah. Like it was a perfect karaoke. <laughs> and so we're sitting there and I'm looking around. It's kind of like a weird dream. And then all of a sudden I'm like, we're sitting around I'm like, this is so cool. Like, I can't believe this guy shows my party. And then The Rock shows up. The Yo. fucking the rock. The rock shows up and he walks on my porch and he's like, blah, 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 blah. And we're talking. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm talking to the rock right he's now. I'm like, like, yo, yo Jimmy, what's cooking? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Rock, what's up? Rock, what is popping? No, we're talking and blah blah blah. And I'm like, all right, I don't want to get like too involved in this guy's business. I don't want to talk to him too much, even though he did show up to my fucking party yeah. at my parents' house. Like, come on. <laughs> he obviously wants to talk to me. And so we're fucking, I'm, I like walk away for a bit and he calls me over. He's standing in the middle of the eye. He's like, yo, Jimmy, come here. Come here. I got a question for you. I'm like, oh shit. The Rock's about to ask me a question. Yeah. And he goes, you know, I can get some good weed around here. And I was like, yo, I do. And so I ran out front and in my dream, I pull up your name on the phone. And I'm like, yo, Eric. And I, I like start texting you. <laughs> I start texting you. I'm like, yo, Eric, not even fucking with you right now. The Rock and Bob Seeger are at my house. They're trying to buy weed from you, dog. <laughs> and, but in my dream, I like couldn't text. Like I would keep on fucking up words and shit. Yeah, and eventually yeah. I tried to call you and then I woke up. But it was, it was like, damn. It just dude. got too real. <laughs> it got every time in my dream whenever I want to do something whenever Is that I, like, why I had a missed call from you <laughs> from the from the yeah. netherworld <laughs> fucking called you from the eighth dimension <laughs> okay what is this area code why does it sound like the rocks in the background <laughs> <laughs> what is Jimmy doing with Bob Seeger? <laughs> all I know is a great fucking dream dude it's great I love it I love it the problem That's is so these dreams funny. are so good I wake up at like 1130 anyway even though my alarm's at 10 I'm like, damn, dude, I need to stop dreaming so hard. My dreams are fucking great. Dude, I fucking have great dreams. Fucking meeting The Rock? I don't meet The Rock in real life. Why would I wake up? Fuck, it's the fucking best thing that could possibly happen to me if I wake up versus what's going on in my dream yeah. right now. Yeah, this is so much crazy. fucking better. Isn't that crazy sometimes? But then the, the total opposite will happen. Like, dude, I had a fucking... Like, even outside of high school, I would have, like, dreams of just, like, going through a full day of high school oh, like dude. a full fuck like waking up going to school first it's period second period third period fourth period fifth period sixth period <laughs> d lunch <laughs> seventh worst. period dude and then i'd be like oh fuck time to go home wake up and i'd be like oh i'm an adult now and i have to go to my job <laughs> for eight hours after I just relearned fucking It US always history. happens when you're like it always yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> like excuse me, I I've already learned this unit. I already you don't understand. I already took this lesson. <laughs> it always happens when you're fucking dreading something, dude. Always. <laughs> always, dude. It's the worst. It's the closest I ever get to actually like I I'll have dreams where like I'll go through an entire shift at work and then wake up with like fifteen minutes I'm running late to work and stuff. I'm like, yo, like I almost legitimately want to call. I feel like I literally am about to work a double right now. Like, yeah. it's a like. What's the difference? My mind thinks I've already worked for six straight fucking hours, yeah. dude. I can't fucking. I don't know, dude. Yeah, it's it's the worst. Yeah, like I'd have that with jobs too. I'd have that with fucking um, 
That was crazy. Yeah. You need to turn off Facebook so you don't get those beep notifications. Or just like close out of the tab, I mean. Yeah. Well, luckily I haven't started any debates today, so I shouldn't be getting too many. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, fuck. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I like... Uh, I, don't, I haven't had one of those recently. But I had like a situation in life that happened that was just like almost like deja vu-y of that. Because it was like, I had a fucking, I got like a, I don't even know if it was like a warning or whatever, because it was from like a Towson U-Cop, but it was about like oh, yeah. one of my headlights being out. A Towson U-Cop like, can say something about that? Yeah, it was fucking weird. So like he pulled me over once on my way home from work and then wrote me up a ticket. And then what? it was like, you have to get your headlight fixed and then you have to get it signed by either the repair shop or the police oh, and then sent to whatever. repair warrants and shit? Yeah, yeah. So, like, he did that. I just fixed it myself because, you know, it's a he fucking light. It wasn't, it a, wasn't a fine light or anything, right? No, nothing. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I had to do it within, like, however many yeah, days or days, else yeah. something would happen. Or else. Yeah, so it was like... We're going to expel you from Towson U. And <laughs> it's like, learn. I don't even go to Towson U, dude. I never did. I live near it. I feel like I they shit on your property like... sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I feel like steal they your raspberries. <laughs> That's that, about it, though. It's ludicrous to me. Yeah, but no, the fuck, the fucked up thing was that same night before I even had the chance to go anywhere. Like I went home from work, I went to go hang out with Elizabeth, and then we went out kind of through Towson, I think, to meet up with you guys or whatever. But um, we're driving kind of through Towson again. Same dude tried to fucking pull me over. But then he realized it was me again. And then he pulled up to the side and then just started screaming. He was like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So then like, I just went the back roads the rest of the way to How fucking. How long ago was this? It's like two years ago, maybe. Close to two years. It was like the first summer that we dated. So it was like 20. You've been dating Elizabeth for two years? In July, well, not July. Really, kind of. That's when I met her in like July. Damn, we started dating. I had no clue. I was thinking like one year. Fucking time's fucking whizzing. Yeah, man. I feel like you told me that story before, which is fucking probably when it happened. <laughs> it was like <laughs> fucked up, but um, but yeah, man, that was I just feel like. like I, remember when the fucking? Uh, I feel like sometimes cops. Like, I don't know, like... Particularly Towson It was the University end of the month, cops. so I think, like... Like, I know cops never say they have the fucking quota to fill, but I literally think this guy was just like, all right, easy pickings, easy pickings. It was literally, like, fucking May... Or it was, like, uh, July or August, like... What road were you on? 28th or 30th or whatever. I was on uh, Osler the first time, so, like, right in the belly of the beast. Ugh. But this is but midsummer. Then, but then, yeah, midsummer. And then the next time was on York Road. but it, And it was down by like... Uh, this guy probably got rejected from the Baltimore County Police Academy. He's just trying to like prove his way yeah, in. He's like, crazy. no, I can do this. Trust me, guys. I can really do it. Dude, yeah. And then like they had fucking like... He had like another fucking cop come over when he pulled me over the first time. And it's like, what am I going to... I have a, a headlight out. What am I going to do? <sighs> <laughs> Dude, that's ridiculous. Henry, Remember when Henry was talking about how the Loyola cops came to his... 
yeah house and started like talking about yeah, some shit. And he, he was, was having like, a barbecue. He and was, was like, like "Get the fuck? fuck off my property!" Yeah, and like he just called him out. He was like, "You have no jurisdiction. Like you, I don't. I'm not a student. You have no jurisdiction over me." Yeah, you yeah. know how Henry is. He fucking went down exactly. to Loyola the next yeah. day and fucking went to the administration rage, yeah. and was like, "What the fuck do I have to do? And who do I have to speak to to make sure that Loyola cops never fucking come on my property again?" Yeah, that's that's what you should have done. You'd be like, "Dog, fuck you." Fuck my headlight, dog. I don't give a shit about yeah. my headlight. Well, what I mean, are you gonna do? Well, the second time I should have been, but like, well, I don't it was, know, it was just fixed weird. immediately the next yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. And, but then, like, I went to Pet Boys and bought a fucking headlight and put it in. And then I had to go to a police station to be like, all right, can you sign this so I can send it in? They didn't even check my headlight. So then I did all that. And then tying it all together, I was like, was that like a dream or something? Because, like, <laughs> I've, like, you know, all the people I came in contact with that I'm never going to see again or like I don't remember who they are. So even if I do see them, I'm not even going to remember them. So it's like, did that even happen or is that just like a weird, I don't even know. They just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to go with it. Probably wasn't a dream. Yeah, it wasn't a dream. how it, it actually happened. happened. But it was, it's just like one of those things in life that's like. It's just like people pass <sighs> through and you have an interaction. It's just like, they're just like, I don't know. I feel like you could like, um, like reuse, like recycle people in your life. It, I guess what I'm saying is like, for instance, the guy who was playing Bob Seger in my dream earlier was the bartender from CVP. It wasn't actually Bob Seger. It was the bartender was from Was it really CVP. The Rock, though? It was really The Rock. Oh, shit. It was really The Rock. I, who the fuck yeah. am I going to substitute for The Rock? <laughs> who do I know that makes a good rock? Yeah, you know? know? But the bartender from CVP had the beard. Kind of, so it was like, and I had just talked to him earlier that day. So he just became there. And when you're in a dream, you don't fucking notice that shit. When you're in a dream, you're just like, whatever, dude. Yeah. I feel like this guy served me a beer, but also he's doing a killer Bob Seger on karaoke. <laughs> it's, it's probably Bob Seger. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I was thinking about how I tweeted this on my personal account. I was thinking about it this week about how like when you talk to people in your dream, I totally fucking just ash on the car. Like I don't <laughs> even know why I did that. When you when you like okay, so when you're in a dream and somebody in your dream talks to you, like let's say Let's say like you have a dream and in your dream, you and I are talking. Mm -hmm. In your dream, you view it as me talking to you, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you're like, okay, so I'm talking to Jimmy. I'm having a conversation with Jimmy right now. But in reality, that's just you talking to you. That's just your interpretation of me doing and saying things that you would think I would do yeah. and say. You know what I'm saying? So the whole time, it's all you the whole time. But like in your unconscious mind, you're just looking around and you're just like, your mind plays the trick on you of like, well, that's that's a different person, that's a different person, that's a different person, that's a different person. But in reality, it's all you the whole time, just talking to yourself. I thought that was an interesting concept to think like, um, just like, what if it's the same way when we're awake? Does that, that make sense? It's just all you still. Like, 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 because like, it, it, what it basically does is it proves that our mind is perfectly capable of tricking us into thinking we're separate from something that is entirely us still mm -hmm. you know so i'm thinking like if that can happen when we're asleep who is it to say that like when we're awake that it's not the same fucking mind trick going on that it's all yeah. just us the whole time just yeah dreams are kind of weird because it's like you running through scenarios and situations like kind of just running through things to see how you'd react to them you know some people don't dream 
Yeah, well, I like, I don't know. I like, I'll have stages where I'll dream a lot or I won't. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm not getting good sleep, I'm not really dreaming. Uh-huh. Um, and then also if, like, I'm fucking, like, partying or whatever, like, didn't, like drinking a bunch or whatever, I'm not really going to dream because I'm, like, drunk. Yeah. And, like, can't really get into, like, REM sleep or whatever. I always have the worst dreams when I, after I drink. Like, the, the worst dreams. I also have, I think it's not a thing of people not dreaming, but it's a thing about, like, not remembering them or, like, waking up in the wrong cycle or something i don't know it is weird to think they say like the average dream lasts like uh, i'm gonna completely make up a number here but it's some ridiculously small time it's like seconds like Mm -hmm. single digit seconds but like it like like for instance that entire dream that i just said to you about like seeing bob seeger talking to the rock texting you that in my mind was like an entire night at the party yeah, you know, but in reality, that would probably that entire dream probably it was transpired just right before you woke up. Yeah, and it was probably entirely inspired by that song that you heard. True, that yeah. might be the other thing. I think people dream, but they don't. I think a lot of people just don't remember it and recall it when yeah. they wake up. That's what I was just saying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, dude, did you just wake up? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, are you woke now? <laughs> I'm, woke, I'm woke. I got in the habit of writing down my dreams sometimes. Because I do think it's effective. I think it's effective to explore um, yeah, your subconscious. I think like it that. helps you. It helps you remember your dreams if you do keep a dream journal. And that's kind of when I've like researched into like lucid dreaming and shit. Mm-hmm. That's what always comes up is like if you really want to start the journey of being able to lucid dream as mm-hmm. freely as you want or whatever. Like is to keep a, a dream journal just so you can recognize the patterns and like see how you could realize it's a dream without freaking out or mm-hmm. like I don't know. A lot of people have those weird like inception spinny tools or whatever or like they're constant. Yeah, you know, I I because I've had experiences with lucid or, dreaming. Like, you look at your hand or whatever. Yeah, and and like the thing is, I've never. They, what do they call them? Like tokens or something like that. In the movie, they call it like a token yeah, or a totem yeah, or something yeah. like that. Like I've had experience. Like I've. I, I used to lucid dream a lot more than I do. But it's never like I don't know. I I think it has a lot to do. When I'm like smoking a decent amount, I lucid dream more. Like yeah. I haven't smoked in the past month and I don't think I've lucid dreamt in a while. Hmm. But it's uh I don't know. I think I think people don't uh I don't I think people don't put enough importance on that because in reality, like your subconscious mind throughout the, the, re- the whole reason we have to sleep in the first place. It's not just a physical thing. It's like our mind takes in so much shit throughout the day. Like our mind is like a, like the equivalent of like if I just left my computer on record for an entire day. Yeah. Just recording this studio. But like in reality, the only thing that we'll put out is like this podcast. But it's recording everything. So like every day, so your fucking hard drive doesn't fucking explode with all this needless information. You kind of like decide what you consciously want to observe and then your subconscious your mind just at the end of every day just tosses the rest of the unnecessary shit out but you pick up on so much shit throughout the day and i think i think that's like i think that when people talk about like people that can like see into the future and shit like that i think i think a lot of that comes down or like being psychic or something like that i think what it really is is like people that are more in tune with what their sub because i you're like it like i said your mind picks up so much shit throughout the day that if you 
if you found a way to tap into the stuff that may, like when you fall asleep and what you're, what you, when you're dreaming, your mind is just kind of like, just like your mind's in like a cleanup process and it's like, just, okay, this is what we've noticed, but like you don't pay attention to this shit in your regular ass day and you probably won't tomorrow either. So we're going to dump this shit. But like, if you can tap into that, I think, I think, uh, I don't know, man. I, I think there's a big, I, I put a lot of value into, into that, that I do. You've never had like a almost like a weird like uh, deja vu type dream though. Like a like you'll have a dream of something and then you'll kind of remember it and then something will happen in real life that like almost like just intersects with that. Like I've I've had that. Oh a bunch. yeah, it happens yeah, all the time. Yeah. It happens all the time, and I don't think it's I don't I mean people have different like they deja vu is one of those weird things where it's like because it happens to me all the time. I'm I'm sure it happens to a lot of people all the time. But it's like one of those things where it's like, eat, like it literally, it's such a weird experience to feel like it's happened before. Mm-hmm. It's like it happens. Like, like there have been times when I'm just talking to somebody, and all of a sudden, I'm like, I feel, I feel like that we've been here before. Yeah, you know. And it's like it potentially could be because you might have dreamt of that in the past and didn't recall it. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of that. Um, and and there's different scientific explanations. There's people. There's an explanation that says like what happens is your mind like when when you normally take in events it goes through a certain part of your brain that processes it as like a present time and then it logs it into your memory but like in a time of deja vu what basically happens is your brain like bypasses the the present processor and just automatically stores it in the memory bank and so at the current time you're registering it as a memory and so that that on that that um that actually makes sense to me because that's like like it's it's your mind playing a trick on you. It's your mind yeah. bypassing this is now and storing it in the memory bank, and then you're registering now as a memory, and you're like, this has happened before, but in reality, it's just happening right now. But your mind is telling you it's a memory. That makes sense. Yeah. Or it could be that life is so fucking predictable. If you just like like that movie Limitless, you know, movie Limitless where the guy takes the pill and he's standing at the end of the movie, he's standing there and he looks around and he and he's like incredibly. And for anybody who doesn't hasn't seen the movie, it's this pill that like basically makes you super fucking smart. And so he like starts taking this pill and then he like joins like a stock firm. He's able to produce like predict all the stocks and where everything's gonna happen. But like at the end, but he becomes like addicted to it and starts to ruin his life because he becomes like too smart or whatever. But he's like, at the end of the movie, he's like sitting at the at this corner and he's looking around and he's like, all right, so this guy is gonna crash into that guy, that thing. He basically like calls out everything that's gonna happen and then it all happens. And what I guess I guess what it the message behind it was like like it's not random. Like what happens to you isn't random. And if you knew if you if you could honestly tap into every single component in your life, you could potentially predict the future. And so like when you're when you're dreaming and your mind picks up on all this extra shit throughout your day that it just dumps at the end of the day, if you tapped into that, then your mind could you could actually learn a lot from what your mind takes in. And if you could learn how to register that, I mean, all lucid dreaming is is the conscious or semi-conscious observation of your subconscious. That's why people strive to do it. Of course, when I lucid dreamt, all I ever used it to do was just like bang girls in my dream, <laughs> which is, you know, I, and, and, and I always tell myself like, because I, I, I don't like try to do it, but it just happens sometimes. Like I'll just wake up in a dream and I'll be like, this is it. I'm, I'm in a dream right now. 
And the first thing I do is just try to bang a girl. That's the first <laughs> thing I always do. First thing I always do. I should be, you know, I should be walking up to people, talking to them, and like speaking. Because when you speak to someone, like I said earlier, when you speak to somebody in your dream, you're really just speaking to you. But you can like learn so much from you, just yeah, having a conversation. So it's, with it's just beating off. It really is. It really is. I'm just beating off. I'm just beating off. (laughs) It's not cheating. In my dream. And it's like, dude, I can beat up when I'm awake. You know? know. Why do I need to do this now? But it's... Who fucking knows, dude? Who fucking knows? All right, dude. Tell me about this fucking Vice article. Oh, shit. I don't have my phone out anymore. Do you have zero recall of what it was about? It was about... um. So, like, it was about studies of smoking marijuana with tobacco products. Yeah. And it was saying uh, it helps with the memory recall. So, like, uh, you don't get as hazy or foggy and, like, uh, in, like, long-term effects uh, with, like, marijuana fogginess and haziness. And, like, I don't know, because there's, like, studies of people who like uh have been smoking for a ton of years or whatever uh-huh. and uh they have like short-term memory loss and like shit like that and like i don't yeah. know it's like case by case or whatever but it's just saying like it could potentially null those effects and i'd stuff believe like that. it for short-term effects like i'd believe that when you are in the process of smoking a spliff that the memory like you know how when you're high and you just fucking forget what you're talking about and just fucking like what what we're saying? <laughs> I feel like like when you're in that moment, the fact that you also smoked a stimulant could kind of help you even that out. True, but long term effects, I highly doubt that smoking spliffs will uh, limit the effects of weed. Well. Let me get my phone out. <laughs> Let me look at this article. <laughs> it's also Vice, dude. You got to take everything it's Vice says Vice. with a fucking uh, uh, grain of grain yeah, of something let's big. See. Let's see what these little shitheads wrote. Oh, my phone's reloading. Here it is. Um, oh, fuck. All Science right, confirms again. weed healthier than air. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, that could potentially be a real Vice article, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. That's honestly something that might have just popped up on my phone. <laughs> um, so let's see. Uh, doesn't improve, uh, including the new. Da, da, da. Um, sorry, I'm getting through like the bullshit Vice, like. <laughs> Yeah, so like hella chill shit happens, and like you know, it's not like all voodoo, mythy, sh- stoner shit. Um, it's like we actually got a real doctor, and we're gonna talk to him because we have ad money, and we kind of pay them a little bit, probably. I don't really know much. Tell about us something our our listeners would like, please, doctor. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, as for the negative impact of combining the two, don't fear. UCL also looked into those. Mixing tobacco and cannabis spliff can temporarily increase blood pressure and heart rate, which doesn't sound so positive. But it's actually about is. 24 people, blah, blah, blah. Either the participants, memory call, physical effects, the volunteer, Heather, da, da, um, Dude, this is just a bunch of fucking mumbo jumbo of them just like over explaining everything. Um, first of all, they're making it sound like tobacco is uh, a, now good for you. 
because they're basically saying that like smoking this thing that's kind of bad for you in combination with this other thing that's kind of bad for you is not good for you and I just find that very hard to believe yeah it's weird and like Chandi Hindocha is the guy who's running this whole thing yeah. and he doesn't have a doctor in front of his name so <laughs> Chandi. we found He's an Indian guy we found this Indian guy <laughs> who says we assume someone in his family is a doctor dope <laughs> <laughs> He's leading this research study out of his uh, <laughs> church that only smokes weed for service. <laughs> and he says it's hella chill. And he said nothing bad happened. We went to his one-bedroom apartment for a closer look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it says there's a myth that says it makes you more stoned, but we found that it actually does nothing to improve the subjective experience. So if anything, he's just like... How can you find evidence to prove subjectivity? Yeah, I don't fucking know, dude. This guy's weird. And Interesting. He's, and he's Britain. He's he's British, so oh. he might just, might be like a language barrier or something. English is really tripping me up. Queen's English to fucking King's English. It's a whole different ballgame. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Hell yeah. King's English, baby. All day. I watched a, uh, the debate with uh, Stephen Crowder and Joe Rogan when they were talking about weed. I actually like Stephen Crowder. He's he's a pretty dope guy. I, I take everybody, every all those all those like you all those like personalities like those commentators. I always take them, but like I gotta say, Joe Rogan actually kind of looked a little bit uh, stupid in that conversation. It was weird. It was weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's also. Joe Rogan, who talks to like everyone, mm-hmm. and he's going into that conversation with his knowledge about all of that other shit too, and not just focus solely on the whole politics and shit. Well, that, that was it. Does. That was that. The reason why he looked dumb in the conversation was because Stephen Crowder didn't really want to talk about it. Hmm. Like when they when they went to the podcast, uh, apparently they had had a conversation. You were mentioning they were like, "So what are the issues?" They obviously before the show they kind of talked about what do you want to talk about, what do you not want to talk about. He was like, "So what are the things you really don't care to talk about, like that you don't really care that much about?" And Stephen Crowder was like, uh, "Weed." Like I really don't care that much about the topic of weed, but Joe Rogan cares a lot about the topic of weed. Yeah. So it was really Joe Rogan that was pushing the subject almost to a fault. Well, actually, definitely to a fault. And he actually went on and apologized for it later on. He, like he was saying like he was being unnecessarily like he he was like very um the thing that I think a lot of people appreciate about Joe Rogan is that he is he is kind of one of those neutral guys. You know, like you can tell he leans a little bit in certain directions at times, but for the most part he's very open-minded to the opposing view. And that's yeah. why people, I mean, that's why people like watching the show, you know, because it's kind of, it's, it's a gateway into the other side, regardless of what side you're on. But uh, he's definitely one of those fucking weed guys, dude. He fucking, he's a big proponent of weed. And like, I think about that all the time. It's like, I think people get so like, with weed, it's like, I smoke, I haven't in a bit, but I smoke. And like, I know people that do, obviously, but I feel like a lot of the a lot of the stuff that comes out, like people try to like at the end of the day, it's like people try to make it seem like they try like they take the next step and they're like, weed is actually like super healthy. And I was like, oh, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way that you're telling me that putting this fucking thing in this piece of paper and smoking it several times a day 
is healthier for me than not doing it. Yeah. You know, like inhaling fresh smoke. Yeah. It's like, it's <laughs> not like, like if you want to smoke it, fine. That's fine. Like I do it, we all do it, but it's like, at what point do we just say, look, it's a fucking, it's a fucking vice just like anything else. Like if you're drinking that often, if you're smoking cigarettes that often, if you're smoking weed that often, if you're eating fast food that often, it's not probably a good thing. Yeah. You know, pick your fucking poison, but don't sit here and try to tell me that actually Big Macs are good for you. Science <laughs> shows, vice scientist shows that eating a Big Mac in combination with ice cream actually <laughs> neutralizes the effects of both. It actually uh, <laughs> influxes your dopamine and it makes you forget about your makes shitty you, day. So yeah, it's it makes you more healthy. dope. It's healthy for your brain. So, and that's what's important. Who cares about this corporal being body that you didn't even get to choose? <laughs> it's about your brain. Make your brain happy. Yeah, Vice.com. Vice.com. <laughs> Real <you>. journalism. <laughs> Real down to earth, chill. Chill journalism. Chill dude. journalism. Chillest. Chillest. <laughs> Are you chill and informed? <laughs> Do you want to be? <laughs> Are you chill and or woke? Do you love weed? <laughs> Do you like to watch people travel places, but <laughs> you can't afford it? Vice.com. <laughs> Vice.com. <laughs> Wasn't Gavin McInnes one of the founders of Vice? Yeah, I think so. That's, him that's and, crazy. Uh, who's the other guy? Uh, fucking... Steve something? I don't know. Probably not even close. <laughs> Steve something. <laughs> Steve I think that was dead on. I think you nailed his that. Name, yeah. Steve something. Weird. He changed his name. <laughs> Steve something. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. He's he's a pretty cool, chill guy. Shane, maybe. Shane something? Shane, sound, Shane sounds like Shane the name of a guy. Shane sounds more on point. <laughs> Shane sounds like the name of a guy that would type up. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, check, check. Something, check, check. I think Vice, freak out. Vice tapped into yeah, Vice, Vice is freaking out. What are you trying to say, bro? Yeah, what the fuck, what are you trying dude? trying to say, bro? Do you have any of their videos up? Are they listening in? I hope not. No, Vice. I don't. Vice.com is open. <laughs> they have full access to your webcams. That's how they get the juiciest scoop. <laughs> Just watch all of their readers' <laughs> daily lives. Figure out what teens are into. <laughs> Speaking of Vice, I was going to talk... I wrote down Dice before we listened to that song. Dice. 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 It rhymes. It does. It <laughs> rhymes. One letter off. Perfect segue. Perfect segue. <laughs> I was talking about this with Lucas Lees about how we consider the role of a dice to be chance, right? Like when you fucking blah, 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 blah and throw it, we consider it to be chance. But... If you were to really get down to it, I think this is what I meant when I wrote in dice. I think I'm going in the right direction. Yeah. Yes. When you really yes. get down to it, if you were to know all of the components surround, so like if you were to know like the friction on the ground, if you were to know like the angle of like trajectory of this, that, if you were, if you like, you could. Like, literally, you could roll the dice, and if you knew enough about the physical surrounding, you could predict what it's going to land on. Yeah. But because you don't, it's considered chance. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think it was because 
I think the reason I wrote that down was because we were talking. What were we talking about before? We were talking about dreams, right? Mm-hmm. And how like, like if you really tapped into it enough, you could really actually just predict what was going to happen if you knew enough about everything that was going on. And so, like the things that happen to you in your daily life, because you don't know enough about every single. I mean, to to be able to honestly predict everything that's going to happen in your future, you'd have to know. If you knew, let's say in a hypothetical world, if you knew every single thing about every single person, you'd be able to predict the future. Of course, because you'd know everybody's move, mm-hmm. and you could plan it out. And so the fact that you don't is what makes things appear to be random. But it's only random because of what you don't know. Much like the die. Nobody actually knows enough about all that shit that yeah. when they fucking throw the dice... And then like the deja vu is when you get like two sixes. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so it's like, it's your... It, it, potentially... I, I enjoy this explanation more because it makes life a little bit more fun than their explanation. But I, I mean, their their explanation is probably more right, but fuck it. I enjoy the idea of thinking that, fuck, your subconscious picking up all, on all this shit and it might have already predicted what happens to you a day or two later. No, I kind of fuck with that because that's kind of like, that's kind of what I like, uh, what kind of like I was thinking about it as we're talking too. It's like, your subconscious almost runs through those like simulations like a dice roll as you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you fucking hit the jackpot you and fucking you get a fucking it. weird like deja vu, like jolt up your spine, like what the fuck, goosebumps. Yeah. Like, like, oh, I already did this. Like, this like <laughs> seems so familiar. Like, yeah, what's dude. going on? It's like, almost like a glitch in the fucking matrix almost. I'm sure I've told you this before, but one of the ones that I always remember is like, because it's like so random that it's like, very weird that I remember dreaming about it and it actually happened. Mm-hmm. It was like I was out front of in my dream and I had no context to it. So it was like, this is like a weird dream. I was just out front of Mahedi's house, like walking up and down in front of his house, carrying two swords. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. And then, really? and then, like, however many months later or whatever. I'm waiting for Scott and Mahedi to get there so we can film that video in his backyard with me and Scott fighting with swords. So I'm just like out front of his house walking around with swords. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's like a weird, it's a, cause, cause like also at the same time, like when we were, after we had lunch in Hamden with Scott and or me, you and Scott, when you drove back to work, Scott and I walked back and he saw a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And Scott was like, it's weird. Like, ever since I got a motorcycle, I'm just, like, seeing more motorcycles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's actually a psychological effect. Like, when they say, like, when you learn a new word, you start to notice it more. Yeah, or, like, if I, like, if I figure, if I, like, find or meet a new person and I see what kind of car they drive and it's, like, different from whatever cars I'm used to, I'll notice that car more on the road or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'll be like, oh, is that exactly. him? Exactly. And is it's that him? And- and we were talking, we were like, we were, I was saying like, you know, it's weird because in all reality, you've probably been surrounded by the same amount of motorcycles your whole life. But now that that's something that you're in tune with, you start to pick up on it. And so that's like your new reality, you know? So it's almost like, kind of like when they go back to that science thing of like how they, they prove it, like, like when we talked about a while ago, like the photoelectric effect and like you actually affect the movement of a photon like with that two slit experiment, mm-hmm. and they said like the the conscious observer affects 
like it makes it change what reality. Yeah. It's kind of it kind of like makes it pick yeah. one or the other. It instead goes of doing both exactly. It goes back to that like scientific explanation where it's like, oh, I I think I get it. Like my subconscious is almost dictating my reality because I'll wake up from a dream and something will happen in my dream and immediately because I try to be like in tune with that stuff, I'm on the lookout for things that match what happened in my dream. Yeah. And then every now and then something will happen and I'm like, oh shit. But in reality, how much of that is me just looking for it? But at the same time, me looking for something is what made my... Re- it's just as real, you know. Like any, I guess, I guess it's one of those things where it's like, what came first? Was it was it your intent, or was it what happened to you, and then you registered it as something happening to you, or was it you going out and finding it and making it real? You know, it's like you never fucking know. It's yeah, one of those yeah. things. It's one of those things. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and I don't know, just like other weird things, like just situations or conversations or just like weird like weird strings of things happening in an environment you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like a fucking ball will roll over there and then looking somewhere else and then like fucking branches wave or whatever Mm -hmm. i don't know it's just like weird small things sometimes too I think that's probably when you talked about last podcast when you were saying like when your life flashes before your eyes when you die. Mm-hmm. I think it must be a weird realization to think like because like we kind of live our lives in this constant state of um, what's going to happen next, you know? Yeah. And so like I was thinking about like every single second that you live is one less second that's in your future. So it's kind of like every single, like we talked about earlier with like deja vu, like your mind has this like thing that processes now and then it has a memory bank. So every new moment goes into your like, oh, this is now and then immediately goes into your past. So it's just this constant state of you being like, this is it. And then a moment later, it's that was that, you know? And then often the future is always like a quote unquote mystery. It's like, oh, okay, what's going to happen next? But when you're Debt, when you're about to die and you're reaching those final moments of your life, you realize everything in my life has already happened. There's nothing left that's going to happen. Like every single moment in my life. Like it's weird to think it's like, I don't, I don't know. It's like every, like I think about that sometimes. I'm like, think back to every memory you ever had. Yeah. And that was. I don't even know how to explain this, but it's just like no, it's got to no, be a weird. I'm following it because it's like, oh, this is the dead end. I might as well look back at everything. Yeah, this so was that's like, like almost like the life flash. And your then eyes. it's got to make sense because once there's no more future, it's like, oh shit. So my entire yeah, life like, is one like a long video memory. Tape playing, hitting the end, and then rewinding itself. Yeah, all the way back. Click stop, and then it's like, oh. And then it's got to it. make sense because like your whole life, you're thinking like what's next in my story and then when you get to the end of your story you're like that was my story and then you look back and you're like oh now it makes sense like every single thing that happened in my life took me to here and now i'm here and now i'm done yeah you know that's gotta be a weird realization dude yeah it's also weird to think that everybody every single person that's like it's almost like something that like think about like is there gonna be a time when i'm gonna be like scared like i'm everybody has like a natural underlying fear of dying to a degree you know 
but I imagine just like there's gonna be a time in my life when I'm just gonna be like I'm like once you're old and like you're especially if you're happy with where you're at it's like just like going like guys I'm going to bed yeah like at the end of a fucking fun day you're just like ready to go to bed you know there's nothing like it you know and it, it, I think it makes it easier because everybody does it everybody dies mm-hmm. everybody who's ever lived has died and everybody who ever will live will die I assume unless some fucking Autobot weird shit happens who yeah, fucking knows like but brain scanned into fucking the computers or whatever yeah or like Futurama heads in a <laughs> fish tank or whatever <laughs> Then uh, Futurama was cool because I, I I actually think that they had a pretty interesting perspective on what the yeah future and would be a lot like. of the stuff that like they kind of did uh-huh. is almost based in real science like and a lot of like the equations and weird shit that they did on the show like it's like it'll like pop up as like weird Easter eggs or whatever sometimes mm-hmm. but it's like all of that shit is like proof and sound in math and yeah. science and it's crazy it's weird i actually think that's like a major flaw with the science of today and the science of always really perhaps versus spirituality because spirit the the spiritual like mysticism and stuff like that or those words they always have this kind of like connotation of like not real because you mm. say spiritual you say mysticism yeah. it's like even the word mysticism itself just sounds like fake you know well yeah well that's the thing too because science isn't science until it's proven so like before isaac newton figured out gravity that was like mysticism mm-hmm. like if you tried to explain that to someone on a fucking podcast it'd be like like you just have to understand like I yeah. sit under this tree and this apple hits me i hear it snap off the branch hits me at like two seconds every time mm-hmm He's like, I can put that in a math equation, and this is gravity. I proved it. And you'll be like, yeah, 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 you piece of shit. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Get the fuck out of here. But then he like actually had like a newspaper article written about it. It's like, oh, boy gets hit by Apple. And <laughs> becomes yeah, smart as shit. <laughs> and then now it's Apple science, And then... Yeah. <laughs> wow, now it's science is fact. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. It's The thing is like science right now is like it's it's weird because now science stuff that has been written as fact is now being uh discredited by almost the mysticism and shit so it's like it's it's a weird thing to have to process mm-hmm. because your whole life it's like oh uh religion and shit that's not all but science science is like definite it's it's you know it's fact it's this it's that and now it's like oh well no like uh i don't know it's 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 weird to process and weird to talk about well it's well, the thing that's the thing that that science is it's it's the it's the logical reasoning it, like science like you didn't nobody discovered gravity you know nobody discovered like I mean, or no, no, I'm sorry. Nobody, nobody invented gravity. Nobody invented electricity. Nobody invented magnetism. Nobody. All we did was like look at what was going on around us and figure out why it was happening. But all that shit happened just the same before we had an understanding of why. You know, so everything was mysticism to a point. When people got sick, when people got sick, and 
They didn't have the fucking biological background to know that it was some fucking virus that was doing this. They thought uh, it's a fucking demon or something like that or you're cursed or this, that, the other thing. And they had all these explanations for shit. Why? But that didn't make the sickness any less real. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's just like, it's just like, basically you have all these things that happen to us at all times. Like we said before, like an apple fell to the ground at negative 9.81 meters per second squared at all times on planet Earth, pretty much. Yeah. And then one day we figured out why and how to like... Uh, categorize it, you know, but it doesn't. It it wasn't like gravity didn't exist before fucking Isaac Newton figured out why it existed, you know. So I think there needs to be a certain appreciation for Mrs. Because I think the one thing that science rules out is the importance, like we were talking about before, of death. It's important. Like the, I was reading this article about how they introduced a pack of wolves to the Yellowstone National Park, and when they introduced the wolves, they started noticing that like. The whole ecosystem. Yeah, the whole ecosystem improved. Like more plants were growing, more trees started to grow, different types of insects were starting to flourish and pollinating more and stuff like that. And it was this kind of like weird thing where it was like what was really happening was they introduced these predators that then went out and fulfilled their role of weeding out these herbivores and stuff like that. You know, the herbivores are going around eating all the plants. Eating all so the they insects, grow, they had and then un- insects yeah. wouldn't come, so then birds wouldn't come. They had an unchecked existence, come. you know. Yeah, and then like the plants grew, so then erosion stopped in the river, and then the river like grew like however many times in size. It's crazy. It's like, and so what? What the real lesson to take away from that was like, death is just as important as life. It's just as important, you know. And I think that people, people are are. Scared of death because, but it's because we don't have an understanding that, like, we're not supposed to live forever. We're not supposed to live forever. We're, you know, and it's weird because you don't like what is what is anything's purpose. You know, what's the purpose of that fucking rabbit out there? You know, yeah. who fucking knows? Who fucking knows? But the purpose of the hawk is to eat the rabbit so that the rabbit doesn't eat too much of the grass and the grass can grow more, which means a you know, it's it's just like this natural balance of things that's important, and it's and the natural balance entails life and death, and it's all part of the same balance. And I think people get so caught up in this, like we got to figure out how to make people live forever. We got to figure out how to make like the we got to keep on increasing the life expectancy of humans and this that the other thing. It's like yeah, it's great to a point, but at a certain point, like you're supposed to die. You're supposed to die. You're not supposed to be 145 fucking years old. Even if medicine can keep you alive until you're 145, your ass has to die to make room for the next generation. It just has to fucking happen, you know? Yeah. And it's weird. We're all just fucking prototypes. Like, they did that, um, the the Flynn effect, which was, uh, the Flynn effect is about IQ. And they said that, um, they noticed that, like, the standard IQ of each generation rises, like, I don't know the exact figure. It was, like, 5 to 10 points or like it, it might have been less than that you know but like it's like a constant trajectory of like every generation is born with a slightly higher IQ on average yeah and, and it's that's like due to just like mixing between different genetic makeups and like straying away from like incestual which kind of happens in the animal kingdom and like but even animals kind of have a natural aversion to it to a degree certain animals mm-hmm. do the more the more civilized animals do but it's like this it, it so it has to do with yeah the genetic makeup we're constantly adapting but at the same time it also has to do with the amount of knowledge that's in like 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 we were saying before 
the the more the less shit there is to figure out and the more shit's already known. So like the smartest guy born in fifteen hundred may have probably had less of an understanding of gravity than the fucking stupidest guy born in nineteen sixty four. Yeah. You know? And it wasn't because the guy in fifteen hundred was dumber than the guy in nineteen sixty four, but the guy in nineteen sixty four was born with more of a fucking like more shit on his plate to fucking like he could work off that so so now here we are in 2017 and we're not sitting here still trying to figure out we are still sitting here trying to figure out gravity and everything like that but we have more of an understanding of it perhaps than the generation before you know and it sucks to think about sometimes it's like the next generation are going to be people that are starting out with more than us they're going to be on average, smarter than our generation. On average, we're yeah. smarter than our parents' generation, you know? And there's a certain point where we're just not fucking needed anymore. You don't need... When I'm fucking 80-something years old, Who's who the fuck needs me? Who the fuck yeah, needs yeah. me? You know, my family's gonna love me, my grandkids, my great-grandkids, whatever. They're gonna fucking be sad to see me die, but at the end of the day, they're gonna go to the funeral and be like, looking at pictures and be like, oh, yeah, this is whatever. But, like, they're gonna have their own fucking life at that point. They're gonna be doing their own fucking shit. My life's over. Yeah. You know? I did all my shit. My dad would always talk to me about like, you know, like, feel, feel bad when you go to Pop-Pop's funeral, but, like, you understand, like, everything that you think he's missing out on right now, like, the day after he dies, like, think of all the experiences that he had and all the things that he lived through that you have no fucking clue about, you know? But he was able to bring to you um, just, like, a working background that you could take that and go the next step up, yeah. you know? And there's going to come a point where you're going to give that to your kids and then... They're going to do their thing and you're going to be done. You yeah, know, the yeah. best you can do is just fucking make it the better for the next generation. That's really all our job is. It's not to fucking keep our generation going on forever. Even our generation is pretty sick, I think. Well, I think our generation. Yeah. This, this, uh, solely ours. This five year period. Anybody five years in any way? I think the fucking kids coming up right now, 14, 15, dude. They kind of suck. I don't know, they do kind of suck. They really they kinda do kind of suck. They went like down. I feel like we were the peak, and now it's like descending. Yeah, and I unless think, we do something, when our kids come around, though, they'll be like smarter than us, and it'll be cool again. Yeah, I think our kids will be cool. I hope my kids better be fucking cool, dude. I don't know. I think there's a lot goes into raising a cool kid, dude. You got to put them through some shit. You yeah, know? you got to like give them alcohol at a young age. You got to put pills in their lunch. <laughs> Fucking lean. What do cool parents do? Yeah, I don't know, dude. <laughs> gotta watch Mean Girls again. <laughs> cool parents, dude. Yeah. Amy Poehler in that movie is the cool mom. <laughs> 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 I think she like she's gonna like make them uh, daiquiris or whatever, and they're like, "Are they virgin?" Like, yeah, virgin. Well, unless you don't, unless you want, you know. But you guys have to stay here. <laughs> it's gonna be weird for me because, like, you know, it's like, how do I, how do I decide? Because, like, raising a kid is really mostly about what you want, what and when you want your kid to experience a certain, like, like when and how and like what age is he ready for this? Because it's like weird. Like when you're raising a kid, it's like. At what age do I talk to him about sex? At what age? Because if you don't, if you talk about it to him too early, then you run the risk of him like, like some of that shit's too hard to process at a certain age, yeah. you know? It's just like too difficult to like, but then if you tell about him too late, then he's like 
looked at as like kind of an outcast. You don't want the kid who still believes in Santa Claus in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be the kid who doesn't know how you fucking have babies in middle school. Like, at what age do you decide this is when my child... Right? My dad, I will say, I think my dad told me about sex probably a little too young. Like, I remember I remember the time he talked to me. We were sitting out front in his car in a Jeep Wrangler. Like, we were just parking, and he was telling me about, like, how that shit works. And it blew my fucking mind. How old were you? I was six. What? I was six That's years very old. Very young. I was six years old. But was, did he hear about you banging at, like, Well, the, I think the conversation <laughs> happened because I was kind of, like, really inquiring about it. Because I always had this estimate. I wanted to know what sex was because I thought I had had it. And so I was like, I want to know if I had had sex or not, you know? And so I was like, Dad, what's sex? And, like, he started talking to me about it. And, like, you know, when you're a kid, you know what sex is. You know, you've seen enough sex scenes in movies to have a general idea of, like, what's going on. Like, you might not... You haven't watched porn, so you haven't seen, like, the actual thing and the thing. But, like, you know... Like, when you're a kid, sex is, like, you know, Tom Cruise on top of fucking Nicole Kidman in a movie and just, like... Yeah. <laughs> they make eyes and then go into the bedroom and you're like, yeah. oh... Yeah, and you're like, oh, that's sex. Oh, they're kissing. And it's yeah, yeah, they're kissing. And it's like, it's like, what, what are they doing, and why? I, I, when I was a kid, I had assumed that sex was just something people did for fun, which wasn't wrong, was not wrong. But I had no clue that it was also how you made babies. And so my dad told me that it blew my mind. I was like, I remember saying my exact quote was like, I thought sex was for crazy people. And he was like, he like started laughing. He's like, he was, he was like, you know, you're not wrong, but. But it's also how, you know, you got here and everything like that. I was like, wow. <laughs> you know, and it's almost, I think the only reason, it, actually, you know what? I can't think of any negative effect it had on me knowing that shit early. Yeah, yeah. Other than the fucking frustration. Especially if he was just real to you. If he was like, if he lied and made some shit up and was like, you know, like uh, uh, Stork brought you in and you know, yeah. sex is just... Uh, a really fun handshake. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a weird. It's just like a weird thing because it's like when you think about it, your kids are gonna be inquisitive. Your kids are gonna want to know, and they're not gonna know enough to to not know to ask. Like I remember, I remember walking into my dad, my parents' room at two in the morning after two watching something. Morning. Two in the morning. I'm a I'm a fucking nine year old kid watching Comedy Central, and some <laughs> comedian did a joke about a hand job. Yeah. I just walked into my parents' room. And said, "Mom, having sex." I was like, "Mom, <laughs> Dad." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Made him mid-tone getting fucking beat out. <laughs> I walk in. I'm like, "Dad, what's a hand job?" And my dad was like, "Jim, go to bed. <laughs> like, go to bed." <laughs> Jim, how did you know? <laughs> Jim, don't play dumb. Fucking <laughs> <Like> tent. <laughs> you know, like I, I just wanted to know, and I didn't know enough about the stuff to know that that was not something you walk into your parents room and ask i thought i was like mom dad where's where's missouri like (laughs) yeah my fucking you know you'd hear shit i asked like my brother or my parents what a queef was or whatever my mom just got mad my dad laughed and then my brother told me i think (laughs) hell yeah dude fucking alex woke (laughs) woke glazer but it's like weird because what because your kids are going to come to you with questions and the more you lie to them the more shit you're going to have to i I think about as like digging a hole so like or, or the opposite so like here you have the truth and when your kid's too young, you don't, for whatever reason, think he should be exposed to that truth. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of take this 
fucking shovel and you start like every time he asks about something, you take a shovel and you throw some dirt on it to cover up the truth. Dad, how do you have babies? Stork. Dad, how do presents get here for Christmas? Santa. Santa. And you just go through this whole fucking thing. Yeah, he's running the whole fucking thing. Like, you know, why did why did this happen? Blah 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 blah. Oh, you know, it's not the you know whatever. And then and then when they get to a certain age, you're like. You got this big fucking pile of dirt on top of the truth, and they get to a certain age, you're like, got some work now. Okay. It's not the stork, it's it's sex. And also, yeah, Santa's not real. Tooth Fairy's not real. And then you're just sitting there as a kid, like, Couldn't, what? Come on, man. Yeah. Like, really? You spent <laughs> your whole life. Light. You spent your whole life lying to me, and now you're fucking taking it all back. And it's just like, I don't know if I, I don't, but I don't, I guess, I guess that's what you're supposed to do. I, mean, I guess enough parents have raised kids for me to be like maybe maybe that's how you're supposed to do it you know yeah exactly maybe that's like all in like every parenting book it's like make sure you lie to your kids (laughs) because you're a good foundation of trust later in life when you reveal that you lied and now (laughs) you're telling the truth you're experimenting with a person's life you're experimenting with a person's sanity it's not like a fucking like uh you know like i'll get a fucking uh thing from the store and try to assemble it without reading the manual and then I'll fuck it all up yeah. I'll be like god damn it I fucking fucked this thing up I should have looked at the manual and I go back to the store and buy another one and actually do it right that time I don't want to do that with my fucking kid I don't want my kid to be a fucking maniac when he's 19 years old and be like time to make another one I should have told him about Santa Claus <laughs> when I had the chance to I should have never fucking told him like you know it's just like I don't fucking know it's a weird thing to manage it's a weird fucking thing to manage. A fucking, uh, you ever removed a stump before? Removed a stump? No. Did you have to use stump remover? <laughs> I wish. I wish it was that simple, dude. Isn't that like fucking, uh, you can make like fireworks with that shit, I think. You can, you yeah, you can, like, so there's different ways to do it. So they have this thing called a stump grinder, which is like you saw it down, they have this machine that literally like, you, it's like a lawnmower looking thing and you just plow it down on top of the stump and it just like grinds it up into the ground and so my dad gets a quote from a stump grinder guy and the guy was like yeah I'll do it for 225 and he was like alright so he hits me up he's like Jim I'll give you 225 bucks to, to fucking dig out this stump <laughs> <laughs> which is cool of him Cool. You know, you know, I got fired from my job, and he's like, you know yeah, what? Yeah. I could pay this guy to fucking do it in forty-five minutes, or I could get my son to come over here for a week yeah. and dig out this stump. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a fucking Tony move. It is a Tony move, dude. I'm That's fucking glad, so funny. dude. It, I, I'm fucking glad, you know, yeah, dude. It's been great, dude. Having a mom, having a dad is pretty sick. I gotta tell you, yeah. I gotta tell you, my mom's been like fucking making me dinner and shit. Nice. It's fucking awesome. It's fucking great, dude. That's, it's like that's sick. And moms fucking love it, dude. Like mm-hmm. my mom is all about the fact that I'm like there, and she's like, "You want a sandwich? Like, <laughs> yeah, let me get a sandwich. Yeah, let's get a sandwich. Like, What's more, what's more, Diet Coke? I'm like, yes, yes, I do. This is awesome. <laughs> this is all my favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. I fucking love it. But it is the worst job ever, dude. If anybody ever hits you up, to, uh, it is the worst job. Yeah, there's a lot of roots ever ever it's so incredibly i'm amazed that trees fall over in storms the if there's ever been a testament to the power of nature it is the fact that a storm can blow through and uproot a tree because i'll tell you something if you have ever tried to uproot a tree yourself 
First of all, it's impossible if you just try to uproot like the fucking Hulk. Just yeah. <laughs> Did you try that at first? <laughs> like, yeah, I used to wrestle in high school. Do you fuck? Oh, fucking <laughs> bow! Get this fucking tree out of here, bitch! States, states, motherfucker! No, <laughs> I fucking go there. I'm fucking digging, sawing, digging, sawing. Cutting my hand, I got like fucking seventeen thousand blisters on my hands. Yeah, yeah. The tree is beating my ass, dude, and it's still not out of the ground. I've been at it for like four fucking days, four five-hour days, just in the sun, hammering nails, stacking them bales, just fucking digging fucking. up trees and cutting my nails. <laughs> just fucking going at this thing, and it won't go. My dad texts me today. He's like, "So how's it coming along? Are you stumped?" And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know my fucking dad he's like and he, his next text is you know I think that's where the expression comes from I think I think that it must be because like because it's so hard to get a stump out <laughs> yeah he's like I think that's where it comes from like you know and I'm like and I was thinking I was like I think that might be where it comes from like to it be stumped because it's, it's yeah. impossible to get out of that shit you cannot you know do it crazy though you probably could have um estimated the rental for one of those stump remover machines and worked it into your 225 budget <laughs> and then just made whatever that dude was making yeah hourly. i could have done that i could <laughs> i could have done that that's true that's true yeah. but at the same time it's been such a cool experience again just to yeah, be around my fucking too. family again just fucking my mom got seasons lasagna the other day Ooh. fucking crushed that shit it's been dope it's been dope Man, you're bringing up seasons a lot. You're trying to get back there. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get the sponsorship going, dude. Because the last time I, I talked about seasons, I was talking about. Dude. The last time we talked about seasons on the podcast, the owner called me up and said, <laughs> "Jimmy, you cannot tell that story on the podcast. Like, come on, man. He had, like somebody yeah. somebody saw the story on Facebook and like. I know you're out there listening. Seasons, <laughs> we love your product. We're avid fans. We know you're avid listeners. Gotta be. We just love some pizza. We, we love would, some dude. some za right before the cast. That'd be amazing. That'd be fucking awesome. Just like a fresh pizza every week. Seasons is the best pizza in Towson. Seasons it really is. Really good. It really is. It's really fucking good. And I think more people should know about it. I think if you if at the end of a fucking bar outing you go anywhere else but Seasons, you're fucking up. I really do. Yeah. And not many people know about it. People are like, oh, let's go to Pizza Palace. Like, yeah, dude, okay. You go to fucking Pizza Palace. All right, yeah, stay on that side of the street. Yeah, yeah. You go on that side, all right, motherfucker. Oh, you want to go Pizons, the fucking chum bucket? No. You fucking come to the Krusty <laughs> Crab, bitch. Seasons. Actually, no. Seasons. It's actually funnier because the owner of Pizons, I like Pizons. I like yeah. Johnny. I love Johnny. He's Is actually Pizons managing. still open? No, they. He he sold it. Yeah. He sold it to the university. That's crazy. They bought that whole strip, and I don't think they're doing anything with it now. Yeah, they. I don't think they can. He went the in, American Legion. He went in Greek mode for that too. Greeks are Greeks are like on par with Jews when it comes to business too. We fucking get it. And he fucking like he sold that shit for like peak offer right before they realized that they that they were gonna take back the offer because they realized they weren't gonna do anything with that yeah, land. Yeah. He fucking sold it. I think he said he sold it for like a million or something like. That. <sighs> 
It's fucking nuts. Like insane. And he's just yeah. been like doing that. He's talking about maybe he might want to open up another restaurant, but maybe not. He's actually just been working part time at Seasons, dude. As that's a manager. Crazy. He's a fucking night manager at Seasons. I'll go in there and he'll fucking yeah, that's sick. he'll let me go in the back and make a pizza. I'm like, yeah, this is dope. <laughs> this is fucking dope. Johnny Pizons is now working for Seasons. It's fucking sick. Fucking Dream awesome. Come dude. True, dude. <laughs> and it really is. Really, it's like the ultimate unity. It's dude. honestly like a dream because it's like, oh, like, oh, in my dream, Robbie is played by Johnny Paisa. <laughs> <laughs> Much better. Thank you. <laughs> uh, shout out to Rob. I like Rob. I like yeah, Rob. Shout out Robbie. Shout out Seasons, yo. Yeah, shout out Seasons. Let's get some pies flowing. Would love, I would love a season of pizza. Seasons right pizza, now, Miller High Life. Oh my god! And I Evan would. Williams would be the ultimate trifecta of of sponsorships. Even if it's love. just like swag or something, just some clothes, dude. I would gladly clothes. like Tiger Woods it and just wear like a fucking Evan Williams hat, season shirt, yeah. drink High Lives on every podcast. Like, is he like sponsored by them? <laughs> yeah, he is. He's actually yeah. They're both dude, sponsored by. I'd Evan save Williams. so much money. It'd be like I was sponsored. <laughs> if, if I was sponsored, if I was spo- if I got free shit from those three places, I wouldn't have to work anymore. Potentially, yeah, I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> why, why? Why would I have to work? Why would I have to work other I'll than to pay rent? Sell pizzas. And <laughs> <beer>. <laughs> it's like all right, I get food free. I get booze free. Other than that, it's like, what else do I fucking need to do? I can yeah. fucking remove stumps for a living, dude. I fucking just fucking. <laughs> Dad, you got any more trees you want me to take care of? Drunken, stumped, <laughs> and bloated all day long. <laughs> yeah, dude, I've been feeling like a real blue collar boy these, these this past week, dude. This past week, I've been real blue collar. Dude, I, I dig it. Dude, I fucking, I love doing shit like that. It's just like, I don't know. Just like doing small projects like that where you can see it start to finish and be like, oh, yeah, I actually fucking did something. Yeah. Very yeah. validating and kind of. It is. It is. It's uh, chopping away at that tree is much like a life grind, because mm-hmm. because like when you first start out, you have no clue what's below that dirt. You just see a tree and you're like, "Here's how here's how much I underestimated this project." My dad texts me about. It. He's like, "I'm gonna give you 225 bucks." Check out that mouse right there. Right behind the trash can. Oh, dude. Yeah, we got a live feed of a mouse over It's there. mouse season, motherfucker. It's mouse season. It is baby. mouse. Se- <laughs> Did he go into the. Tr- what he the. Went, f- oh, you see him. Ba- it's He's behind it. He's oh, fucked his head up. Dude. Guys, this is about to turn. Oh, he's skirted behind that shit. He's behind that. Uh, Where is he now? I can't see him. Oh, there he is. He's right in front of the. Oh, he's right there. Oh, he's behind the little cabinet now. Yeah, dude. Oh shit! Look at this yeah, mouse, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. He's just chilling. He's about to go up on your computer desk and shit. <laughs> we got a fucking producer now, Yo, dude. Oh, we got the mouse. We got board. the producer finally. <laughs> Our producer. Hey, yo, Mickey. <laughs> what up, dog? We got a fucking scatatui. <laughs> scatatui. <laughs> that just shit all over your keyboard, dude. Oh man, <laughs> I, I I I fucking hate to think it, but I'm gonna get some trash. I'm gonna kill the shit out of you, mother. Yo. I'm gonna kill the shit out of you. For the podcast listeners, if they are still listening, <laughs> that all just really happened. There's just a fucking mouse out of nowhere. Yo, that's the and thing. And he like he literally skirted up almost onto your desk. I don't know where he went after that. He he's cruised probably back, back there. He cruised back behind the fucking studio wall. Oh shit! That's, that's where they. Crazy. That's like their fucking place. Oh, dude. they go in between the double walls. Yeah, they go in between ah, the double walls and they shit. just fucking chill, chill. Damn, that is that's their studio, dude. Yeah, they're back <laughs> there anything. fucking making tracks, dude. 
walking one day. Like, this is fire, dog. Damn. Never heard anything like this. Fucking <laughs> in the studio more than I am. In that fucking place back there. Like, yo, can you plug in the XLR, please, dog? I'm trying to record. I ain't got no thumbs, motherfucker. Damn. Motherfucker go out to the trash can every 10 minutes. <laughs> What's he doing out there? I've been, I've been getting real cocky with it, though, because I'll be sitting here eating Subway. I'll finish my sub and baked Lay's, and I'll fucking sit here at the computer watching some video, and I'll just, Kobe, fucking yeah. in a trash can. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. yo, I killed all the mice, dog. They got nothing. <laughs> got and nothing. then I walked in today. I saw fucking two fucking mouse crafts behind the, the trash can, and I was like, it's that time of year again, man. It's time That's for me to go to Rite Aid, <laughs> get some realize they don't have mousetraps, go to fucking the gas station, <laughs> realize they don't have mousetraps, go to CVS, don't have mousetraps, drive to fucking... <laughs> I fucking drove... Last time I fucking tried yeah. to find out, I drove to fucking Petco and tried to get mousetraps. <laughs> I was like, do you guys sell mouse traps? <laughs> Meanwhile, they have fucking mice for sale. Mice pet mice for sale. They have mouse food. They have mouse fucking treatment. Like, no, we don't give away our business I, secrets. I, I, I go to the fuck I go to the fucking employee. I, I didn't uh, guess how fucking dumb I was. I didn't just look yeah, that's like a realizing we're there. Dude. Yeah. I went to the employee, I was like, Do you guys sell mouse traps here? And the guy looked at me, he was like, what? No. We, of course we don't sell mousetrap. What the fuck? He's probably looking around for a camera. And he's like, what is going on? You guys sell cat poison here? There's fucking cats, dude. I fucking can't stand. You guys sell dog meat here? <laughs> like, just like the craziest shit. Like, no, we don't sell mousetraps, you fucking idiot. And also, I don't know where they do so. I had to fucking drive everywhere. At the time, I didn't have Hardware a car. store, right? I had to walk everywhere. I was. I walked. Mm. I walked miles for a mousetrap. Yeah, mouse yeah, yeah. Like that was my entire day. I came in at ten thirty in the morning, realized I had a mouse problem, and spent until I had to go to work at four walking up and down York Road searching for <laughs> mouse traps. They don't have them at Seven Eleven. They don't have them anywhere, dude. It's almost like. It's almost like. Like the mice are in on it, dude. Big mice. <laughs> big mice, dude. <laughs> the rats. Big, <laughs> the, the rats are in on it. Big. <laughs> down with big mice, Follow dude. the cheese, dude. Follow the fucking rat race, dog. They're winning. <laughs> they are winning, dude. It's fucking <laughs> economics, dog. They fucking cornered the market. Cornered it, dude. They fucking won. They beat my ass, dude. But then, make dude, no mistake. I beat their the ass. And they're fucking. They, they, can, they might be worse than before, dude. When when mice get ballsy, that means you have a decent amount of mice. Yeah. Like like I, I, I feel mean like, someone's trying to supply for the whole family. Exactly. Like, yeah, I got a whole fucking crew back there. Like they're sitting back there like, yeah. yo, yo, is he recording a podcast right now? Yo, I dare you. I dare you to go out to the trash can, <laughs> fuck up their shit, and run back here, dog. You know, I was like, yo, you sure? You sure? It's like, yeah, nigga ain't shit. Yo, get that shit. Fucking go out and get it. Damn, those mice are cocky. Damn, <laughs> Damn you guys are cocky. are cocky. That's why I got that's why I guess I take it so personally, dude. I take it so I watched a fucking mouse roll out of here, climb up that curtain, and crawl onto Scott's backpack and try to get in his backpack as he got ah! some fucking peanuts in there. I watched it the whole time I was high as fuck. This is like last year. <laughs> high as fuck sitting on the couch. Fucking just sitting here. You had left. I think it was after a podcast. Yeah. Literally, all I knew was a fucking British guy. The mouse is seeking for... Dave Attenberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking crawls that thing. And I was just amazed by this mouse's tenacity. You know how fuck... He had to fucking jump. It was like Super Mario-esque. Like, he had to fucking go... You hear, like, uplifting... (laughs) 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 (laughs)
wide angle shot from the sky <laughs> of this mouse trying a to get the Scots back. It was amazing. Now. It was amazing. <laughs> it's like it's 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 incredible. These fucking creatures, dude. I creature. tell you what, uh, and that, I think that that's a good time to go on the podcast. Yeah, we've been going for a pretty long time. We have been. We have been. It's been a good ep. Just the just two hosties. Let's go out on a good banger song. Keep this DJ set going. You want to drop some plugs, dude? Uh, yeah, yeah. So check out um, Matt and Leland's new podcast that's going to be coming out soon. Uh, check out The Darkest. Uh, check out uh, June 15th, I think, is when submissions open for the Baltimore Comedy Festival. Uh, BaltimoreComedyFest.com. We got a booth coming up at Artscape, so check us out there. Come say hi. Say what's up. Uh, other than that, I think uh, you can just check out my Facebook for other shit. I don't know. What was that? Laughable. Oh, yeah, guys, fucking laughable. Laughable is uh, the fucking dopest app ever. Laughable, it's a podcast indexing app. Let me just tell you this real quick. iTunes and Apple podcast app fucked me over this week. They did a complete reset of all my fucking podcasts for no goddamn reason, and I had to resubscribe to everything. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Not helping. Let me just go on Laughable. Let me just start over on Laughable. Really super easy. All your podcasts are already on there. You just look them up, and then on top of that, you can subscribe to your favorite comics or guests on podcasts, and then see what episodes of other podcasts they've been on. Podcast, 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 podcasts. Podcasts. <laughs> All it is. Uh, shout out to Rel Battle. I was sitting in my mom's house and I caught an episode of Superior Donuts today. Hey. I thought I saw you, but I think it was just another black guy that wore his like sweatshirts the same way. <laughs> um, but I, like, I like made a big deal about it. I was like, oh, mom, I think this is the guy we have on the podcast. She's like, oh, really? And I was like, <laughs> oh, wait, no, it's not. But... It was a show. It was a funny show. It was a funny show. It was an episode yeah, like show. bowling or something like that. Yeah. So Classic check sitcom. Out, yeah. So on Laughable, you can go to that episode with Rel and then find his profile, find all the podcasts he's been on. Simple as that. It's on the iTunes store right now. Simple. I, Android coming this summer. Check it out. So it should be soon. That should be soon. Guys, at Jimmy Seleski on Twitter, um, at LFTS Podcast on everything, SoundCloud, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Facebook, Laughable, iTunes, all that shit that we just mentioned. Everything, bitch. At Eric Glazer. We'll catch you next week. Yeah. Blue Collar Boys, we out. Hammer and a nail. Stacking them bales. I'm dog tired by the five o'clock hour, but I'm ready to raise some hell. And Jesse's getting ready. I'm gassing up the Chevy. I'm gonna pick her up at six. Sun